Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Contineros podcast. The podcast is sponsored by Port Pro, the leading operating system for drayage carriers. Schedule a demo today at portpro.io, and don't forget to mention Contineros for 10% off. In the studio today, we have Big Rob. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. that's happened once before. Like, yeah. Siri starts going crazy. Oh, shit. I put mine on Do Not Disturb. Oh, and it's actually mine. It was, yeah, I was saying, I don't know There's nothing to stop here. Check if the device is on your home Wi-Fi network. Anyways, before we were rudely interrupted by Siri. <laughs> um, yeah, Big Rob, episode 74. He's the owner of R&E Enterprises. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little about you to get this, get this going. Uh, my name is uh, Robert, and uh, I've been trucking for... I don't know, about four years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's here again. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, up, I'm up to turn you off, Siri. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she wanted to be a part of the podcast. Yeah, I've been trucking for like four years, bro. And uh, this is our first year. Not even a year yet. Well, almost a year in the ports. And uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, mm-hmm. ports is all right, but we're more of a real people. We do a lot of real work. Real, real dogs, you said earlier? Yeah. Real dogs. Yeah, real dogs. Mm-hmm. You might speak into the mic for me, please? Yeah. Feel free to move it around as long as I keep it with you. Got it. You know? So, rail. Mm-hmm. This whole time I thought you were doing ports only. I didn't know you were like into the rails. Yeah, no, we're yeah. new. We're new at the ports. Uh, Once the rail thing slowed down uh, earlier this year, or last year, and, uh, you know, had to find a second, second option. Mm. So we went into the ports and... It's been a long and strenuous uh, learning experience, but like how much so far have you been? A year, maybe less, or what? almost? It'll be a year in March. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's now, right? But like, uh, what did you like growing up? Uh, what did you want to be? Did you know you would end up a trucker? No, nah, I did not. No. Um, growing up, I wanted to. Uh, I just knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Okay. So I wanted to have my own something, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, couldn't be a, a street pharmacist, so I had to figure out uh, <laughs> what I could do. And uh, but <clears throat> my fam- my uh, trucking is in my family actually, so I learned from uh, my my stepdad and yeah. my cousin, and that's how I got into it. They, once I graduated from high school, they kind of sat me down, like, "Hey, look, you need to figure out what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Get your license, and then you know you can hit the road, make money." They sold me with the dream of uh going cross country and partying in the spring break or taking a load out to Florida or something, you know, party for a little bit and drive back and yeah. you know, make some money. So, and after that, I'm like, all right. And I like driving anyway. So, mm-hmm. Did you end up doing that to start off? Nope. I ain't never been past Arizona. 91. Oh, my bad. Let's try again before I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, I ain't never been past Arizona. I think the farthest I went is probably uh, Salt Lake City. Ah, okay. Okay. I do want to go to Texas. That's on my bucket list, but I don't think I want to go no further than that. No? Okay. Texas trucking or to Truck, visit? Oh, okay. trucking. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you got into it? They kind of guided you then, like kind of made a suggestion, and you're like, you know what? That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. like, well, at least if, at least if I have my uh, trucking license, if I want to do something else, or, you know, what if I do something else and it fails, I can always hop in the truck, you know? Yeah. So, as long as you get that license clean, you make some money. Yeah, keep it in the in the tool chest, they mm-hmm. call it, or what? The tool shed. Keep it in the back pocket. You got to be closer yeah, to the tool shed. Yeah. 
what was your first trucking job? Do you my, remember? My first trucking job would be uh, I was working for this one company. We was working at On Track, okay, which is uh, like a UPS or you know uh, mail service. So uh, I was driving box trucks, driving box trucks with my Class B, and then uh, I got my Class A, and I finally started doing the uh, tractor trailers. And then I moved on up to doing doubles, and doubles doubles is cool. And then, uh, but yeah, after that, it was just kind of a snowball effect. So kept going. And then I got my own, my own uh, truck. I think in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how I started. And then uh, I was riding around with my stepdad. I actually taught myself how to drive a truck. So I didn't, I didn't go to trucking school. The shifting part and all that. Yeah, the okay. shifting. I learned. I went to trucking school for eight hours, just for. Um, I went to GSF. Over there off of Slauson in LA. Oh, okay. Yeah, they gave me a little special eight-hour course just to learn how to back up for this uh, the specialty, um, the, the DMV thing. Yeah. So I went there. and uh, But other than that, I knew how to drive because I've been around trucks all my life. I already knew how to shift gears and stuff. So I taught myself. Really, you can't do that no more because they passed that stupid right. law. But this year, right? I think it was last year. Oh, last year? Yeah. Oh. They was hating. Too many people was getting their license. Yeah. So like, oh, I figured out a way how to stop it. Yeah. You no more bragging rights. Hey, I put you on. Remember yeah, when yeah, I, yeah, I let yeah, you exactly. use the drug to go, yeah, you know. Exactly. So now everybody got to go to school and the schools and hike their prices up. Yeah. Yeah, the prices are outrageous. Yeah. Hey, with that doubles, I have my my doubles endorsement, mm-hmm. but I've never really had to haul doubles. Mm-hmm. Like, how was that first time? Like, oh, Her- shit, I'm going to hook up to Scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just because... Uh, you know, you got to watch it, and then you got to make sure that you load the right trailer because your heavier one got to go in the front. Oh, shit. You know, because you put the heavy one in the back, which has happened to me before. It'll, it'll just be like, it'll feel real unstable, you know? So yeah. I used to take the doubles up to uh, San Diego, and then after San Diego, I would take them up to Hayward. So going over the grapevine with them and all that stuff, you know, it's kind of sketch. But other than that, it was cool. Hardest part is hooking up to them, backing up. With the little dolly thing. Yeah. And if your dolly's way across the yard and you don't have a panel hook on the back of your truck, like, and that's the thing that... um. Oh, uh, yeah. Pull it around. Like so, the, pull it around. Yeah, yeah you got to muscle it. Yank it over. So... Okay. Because yeah, at that point, they don't have... Those don't have uh, brakes, right? <clears throat> they so, do. But they they do? Ha- it has a button on there where you could oh. release a brake and then you can pull it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Sometimes. But if you work for like FedEx, they'll have your stuff already ready. You just... Hook up and go. They even leave one of those in front, like mm-hmm. ready to hook. Yeah, they okay. leave you in the lane. You just go hook up okay. and go on track. Nah, you okay. gotta find your trailer in this part of the yard. Take it over here. Put it in the spot. Find your dolly. Put it over here and the hook. Yeah, yeah. It sounds crazy. Like the FedEx yard during uh, peak season in Rialto, mm-hmm. all over the place. You all see over guys there. hooking up. Mm-hmm. Not hooking up like that, but hooking yeah. up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It's funny, you know, I had it, uh, my doubles endorsement, and I never used it. No? No. Yeah. I had the tankers one. It, it came handy for some containers. They're mm-hmm. considered tanks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. But they were in hazmat, yeah. so, I, eh. I, I did all that. I got all of my endorsements. Tankers, yeah. hazmat. I use everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it worth it to have the hazmat? I think so. Knowing that you can get a <clears> ticket, <throat> and it's it's highly uh, uh, detrimental to your license? Because it's a point and a half now, yeah, right? Yeah. Just don't get no tickets. Yeah, you gotta okay. be you gotta be safe. Uh, it is worth it. Uh, as a, I did. I'll let you know. I took a hazmat load from from uh, WBCT mm-hmm. to Tucson, Arizona. Thirty six hundred. Mm. One run, so once in a day. 
Damn. <laughs> you know, it's, it's worth it. I'll get my hazmat then. Yeah, All right. You know, sometimes you get them little special ones. I'll drive safe for that amount. Mm, Shit. Yeah, man. I'm driving All right. But that's uh okay, we'll get into that because mm-hmm. that's I'm sure that's all under the whole okay. the level you're at now, right? It comes sometimes. with those rates. Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Which we're there. Can you share the, the steps you had to go through to get to this point and let us know what point you're at? Uh steps. Uh let's see. Starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get the money to buy a truck if if you want to go the owner operator route. I mean, you don't have to, mm-hmm. but uh, if you want to, yeah. I, I the steps I did is uh, back in twenty twenty. You know when everybody was getting the money. Yeah. You know all this. I ain't gonna really get into it, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I uh, came across a good enough amount of money, and instead of me blowing it, you know, to try to on some bullshit. Yeah. I went and bought a truck, so. And my thing is the steps I took is I, you know, I I found a decent truck that had some life in it, you know, but it was just a regular Freightliner day cap. I paid okay. I paid uh thirty five thousand for it. Okay. And this is like right before the trucks shot up. Oh, okay. You know, and then uh, and then I just worked it, worked the truck, and and also in order to get my my uh numbers and all that paperwork and all that stuff, I just reached out to one of those um. One of those uh, companies where you you know you pay them the fee and they'll get your license your uh, DOT MC all that stuff mm-hmm. you know so did that and then uh, um, <clears throat> next step would be tagging along with you know everybody wants to jump out and get their own stuff but when your authority's new or when you fresh in the game it's it's easier to just go in under somebody else you know and then uh, well it was for me and then just work you know get the work going and then once you start getting the hang of like okay. <clears throat> um, this is how this works, or this is how the billing, you know, billing works, or whatever. And then you can start trying to branch out and, you know, find your own. Cause just being out in the field, you gonna run into people who gonna give you information. They're like, oh, you know, I got this broker or this dispatcher. Call them. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll hook you up. And just kind of go from there. I end up getting another truck, <clears throat> and then that's when I found my. Uh, I started reaching out on my own. After I went through the dispatchers, it's kind of like a level. It's levels you you got the, the people who have their uh, the signs like oh owner owner operators wanted whatnot. Go through them, you know, like sub haulers, whatever. And then you start going through dispatchers. Then from dispatchers, you go to brokers, you know. And then um, that's where I'm at right now. It's kind of like that broker thing. And then the next one above brokers will be direct freight, like straight customer who you know moves their warehouse, it's their stuff. I ain't got there yet, but I'm trying to. But if you do get there, that customer is going to want you to have like a brokerage authority? No, no, you don't. You actually don't need that. If you are the, uh, from my understanding, I could be wrong, but if you are the carrier and you're working directly with these people, you don't need a brokerage license. Because you're the. Yeah, you're the carrier. But if you want to take their work and, you know, give it out to people legally, then yeah, you do need a brokerage license for that. Okay. But if they work, if they decide like, hey, you know what? You know, hey Rob, we like how y'all work. We, you know, we want to give you this link. You don't need a broker's license for that. You just need to have your own MC and all that stuff. Your own, your own authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I have my own authority and you get work from a customer and you have it and you hand it to me, that's still double brokering, huh? From yeah, your end, because yeah. you're supposed to supply your fleet only. <clears throat> Technically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It depends. But if they give you the approval, if they, you know, you're like, hey, look, you know, 
one of my trucks broke down. I have my buddy. He has his own authority and stuff, but he's going to help out. Is that cool? If they say, yeah, then yeah, you good. You good. You know? Mm. Okay. Communication. From what I I was told. Yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh, no, he's telling me wrong information. Yeah. You know, that's just from what I was told. All right. So you got the the twig, RFID tags, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, on the for trucks. the for the ports. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the port thing was uh real difficult for me. Well, because um, I didn't know uh, like that you had to get your concessions mm-hmm. thing, and like I'm like, all right, well, where do you get that, and, and where do you get the RFID from, and how do you, you know? I got I have my twig because I used to work for a, a, a environmental company when I was a company driver, so we had to go into refineries. And stuff, and you had to have a Twitter card. Okay. But, uh, and then uh, <clears throat> I learned uh, somebody put me in contact with somebody down there at the clean truck free uh, port thing, and they're like, "Yeah, it's gonna be twenty five hundred dollars." And we do. I'm like, "That's a lot," you know. But I found out that's just the price you gotta pay to get your concessions agreement. So once you get that, then you uh, gotta have your clean truck. You know, the truck that's 2016 or newer, I think it is. To be in the port. Okay. You register that and you got your RFID and then your insurance, UIA, crap. How was that? Uh, Did the same person that set up your... uh, No, so that one I went through my insurance company. I just told them like, hey, look, I keep hearing about this UIA thing. I want to get UIA certified. So then they're like, okay, well, is this these limits? This is going to be this much or whatever, whatever. And then once you do that, um, that opens up more doors for you. So Mm. that's how we got in the rail yard. Okay. Uh, the broker that I was with, um, they were like, "Oh, you need to be EIA certified." I'm like, "All right." So I got in there, and then uh, after that, it was just kind of snowball down the way. And they ask you what what lines you're gonna be using most of the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep, yep. And then, uh, but I just go for everything. Everything. Yeah, I just tell them just sign you up for everything, bro, because you never know. But what if some are more expensive because some require uh, workers' comp? I mm-hmm. think. Like the Swift ones, I think that they come with like. They do. A, I got one of those. Right. Well, how, how does that work? Um. So, with the workers' comp, I went. It's it can be real expensive, you know. So, what I did was I went through ADP. ADP has a people like oh ADP costs too much. Like yeah, but you gotta invest in your business though, bro. You know. So um, I went through ADP. <laughs> ADP. It's not like you told someone that already. Yeah, I did. I told him like you gotta invest in your business, though, bro. Like it's gonna be expensive. Like you know, you people think that straight out the gate you are gonna make all this money. Yeah. You yeah, the money coming in, but you gotta reinvest the shit. You know. So, okay. um, but I did ADP, and they have a thing called uh, pay by pay, so you can get workers comp without putting a down payment because that's really what people can't do it because the down payment like state fund, California state fund, shit. They want like twenty five thousand dollars. Don't nobody have that money. Well, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. You know so. <clears throat> ADP has a thing called uh, pay by pay. So what they'll do is they'll ask you like, hey, you know, how much do you think your uh, your yearly gross is gonna be for employees or whatever? How much you gonna make? Whatnot, whatnot. And then uh, what they'll do is every time you run payroll, they'll take a percentage of out of that payroll to pay your workers comp. So now you got workers comp. So now when you got workers comp, it opens up doors for SWIFT. Your uh, a lot of people work at BNSF, but a lot of people don't work at UP because UP which is Union Pacific, you need workers' comp to get in, you know? So then that opens up for Union Pacific. And then once you get in the Union Pacific, that opens up things for, I'm giving them all the game. <laughs> that opens mm-hmm. up things for like Hub Group, uh, 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 North, uh, uh, I can't remember their name right now. I'm drawing a blank. But the UMAX boxes and uh, uh, STG, 
the XPO, all those boxes you see, once you know in there, it opens up doors for you to, to reach out to them because you know now you have that, you got that licensing. It's a good one. to get in, you know. So yeah, uh, <clears throat> I I teach master classes. So <laughs> if you uh, if you want to learn more information, just reach out to me. You know, and then we'll work. We'll talk about prices. Now it's fine. You too can have this badass watch. Okay? <laughs> Flex on him real quick. It was on sale. Hey. I like sales. I appreciate your honesty. Hey. Oh, yeah, of course, for sure. So that by pay then, so it's like a, it's like a deal, right? They work with you, mm-hmm. and if it works out and you land some deals, just break some bread, right? A percentage of that, right? As far to what the ADP? People? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's their contract, so they'll automatically take it out, you know. But you, their deal is that you have to run your payroll at least once a month. Through okay. them, you know, so through them, through, yeah. So oh, okay, you have okay. to run, you know. So no more writing checks, no more ten ninety. You can do ten ninety nine through them or whatever, but it has to go through them, you know. So and then they'll take out, you know, if your payroll's twenty thousand for that week, you know, however percentage they got, they might have you on which eight point nine California. It's high, it's expensive, mm. bro. And then that come out of there, so yeah. So they're plugged with the workers comp people or whatever or well, ADP, not... yeah they, they they do all of it they find so a, they cover you too. yeah they'll, they'll find them i thought they just did payroll though like nah, stuff, they do like, a lot you know what i mean they like, do a like, lot of retirement okay. like i had retirement funds set up bro. Okay. like oh, uh yeah. what is it uh for uh 401k yeah okay. I, I had cut it off because um you know when things slowed up yeah i yeah. couldn't can, can afford the extras but um mm. they help you out with all of that bro and side note i actually um uh, well i got a pending case right now but it's a workers comp thing uh one of my drivers Everybody knows uh, Maersk over there in Santa Fe Springs off of. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, Excelsior th- Street, whatever. The real big one right there off the five. Is it a Damco thing? Yeah, that one. The Damco okay. thing. Yeah, I had a driver. He got hurt there. Okay. On and, that uh, property. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he got. It wasn't my fault, though. Yeah. They, you know, they're, so their fence is uh, electrified. And what? Yeah. And there's those signs. Well, where he was at, it was dark and there was no signs. So. Uh, oh, shit. He was doing his trailer check. You know, and he went around. He tried to cut around the uh, K rail, uh-huh. all around the back, instead of walking all the way around, and grabbed on the fence, and it shocked him. Oh, yeah, it shocked him, and he fell back, hit his head on the trailer. So he has a whole like huge lawsuit with uh, damn with Merck, mm-hmm. but it pulled me in too because technically he's on the clock. Yeah, you know, so workers comp just covered. You know, a lot of stuff that take people out of business. So yeah, there was that. that. <clears throat> Yeah, hey. sex, it's horrible. It's it's, uh, it's stuff uh, like that. There's got to be signs, bro. They, they do. It, it does. You know, there's even signs on coffee now because of yeah, like, oh, McDonald's. Hot. I think it was someone like sued them because you didn't let me know it was hot. I burned myself. I was like, well, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, like it's not gonna you know? be cold. Shit. But I'm about yeah. to sue all the spoon manufacturers because these motherfuckers made me fat, bro. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's so that's the thing. Workers' comp comes in handy, man. So I didn't have to worry about none of that. Uh, you know, they wasn't workers' comp, wasn't too happy about it, but mm-hmm. you know, it is, it is what it is. But you're, you're ready, you got all the all the essentials, mm-hmm. so you gotta be, you know, cool, cool, little extras, little extras to protect yourself, man. And what about the logins? So you got the concessions. Did you have to do logins for these um, terminals? Logins. Um, oh, to make like, the appointments? Or how do you yeah, go? Yeah. Yeah. You paid um, your concessions. Now what? Like, yeah. what do I do? So. I have it right now. What, what, what am I going to do today? You have to. Damn. I don't, I don't even remember. Because there was so much going on. Uh, you have to reach out to each port. And then, yeah, you set up the logins for their. Um, well, one, you do emodal first. Everybody knows that one. 
Okay. Then, uh, but there's only certain ports because I, I got on Emoto and I set up my thing and I'm like, hey, I only see four ports. Like I don't see APM and and Phoenix and okay. all that stuff. And I'm like, y'all need to fix my account. Like where the rest of the ports at? And they're like, no, they don't. Um, you know, you have to go to them directly. And I'm like, what? That's dumb. So mm. you have all these different websites that you got to go to, sign up, and they got to verify you. You put your SCAT code, all that crap. Then more, you make more free info. <laughs> then you make appointments. Yeah, then you make appointments, and then uh, and then that helps with your, you know, empty returns and okay. stuff. So your desk probably looks all crazy, right? You got all these tabs. Man, I don't, open even, I don't even have a desk. Bro. I got a laptop and a backpack. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the go. Yeah, on the go, bro. I I do it at. Uh, you can have my buddy Daniel at uh, GoLink. Shout out to GoLink. Uh, Shout out. Uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, you working?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, well, "Who's booking your load?" I'm like, "Me." Mm. I'm like, "I'm in the truck right now, hot spot, and and." Trying to see who got empty appointments open or whatever, you know, okay, until okay. I can, until I can uh, afford a port dispatcher, but they're expensive. <laughs> Eventually, that's the goal, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the most you uh, got a quote from a dispatcher? How much do they want these days? I think one dude told me he wanted like nineteen hundred a week or something like that. I don't, I don't know, almost, but almost it, two grand a week. Yeah, huh? and I'm like, damn, that's a lot. But you know, I got Port Pro now, so hey, hey what? I what do that? a lot. I, yeah, Port Pro. It helps out. All right, Port Pro right. helps out a lot, so I could do a lot of stuff myself. You know, so from the truck. Yeah, on, the, on my laptop. <laughs> yeah, <crazy>. man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, on the go, right? Yeah, you know, web based and all that. Mm-hmm. So if there's any dispatchers out there that's uh, you know. Maybe it's a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. Port Pro certified. Hey, that helps too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Cool. Okay, I'll give you a break on all that, uh, on all that stuff because there is a lot, right? Like, I'm sure there's a lot more that can go into that, right? Like, yeah. But everyone will have to learn certain stuff as they go because mm-hmm. every that, situation that, is and different. That's, that's what I had to do. I had to learn yeah. a lot on my as I go with as far as empties and per diems and chassis fees. Exactly. And, yeah, that's up. the part. You forget about something yeah. that could put you out of business. Mm-hmm. For sure, it it really can, bro. Cause, yeah, because I just got a chassis invoice for seven thousand dollars, and I'm like, am I use that many chassis? But you gotta you gotta stay on it and make sure you don't spend your chassis money that you put in your uh in your in your clothes. Oh, so, the deposit stuff. Yeah, or? like you know, like how you talking about? Oh, okay, oh, accessorials. Yeah, that's okay. The, 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 I can never say that word right. Yeah, but, yeah. I can't even spell it. So <laughs> yeah, 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 make sure you, better. make sure you don't spend your accessorial fees on 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 other shit. Okay, put it right back in. Yeah, you need to. Um, I think I I got the idea from you, mm-hmm. from one of your posts. It's like make a make a separate bank account just for chassis fees and mm-hmm. and, and storage. You know, if you pay storage fees or whatever, that mm-hmm. way that way you know your money's there. Okay. It. That so, probably wasn't me. Someone shared it, and I shared yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think somebody. Yeah, I think. Yeah, kinds something of information like that. out there. That's another reason why I like the rail yard because uh, you don't have to deal with none of that. No, and also the midnight, right? The midnight is the last free day type of stuff there. Mm-hmm, yeah, midnight. See? It's like universal. You already yeah. know mm-hmm. midnight. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So they are, they have their things, but most of the time you pick it up, and mm. everything's on chassis already, and ready to go. Most of it. Yeah. Okay. So, well, thanks for sharing all those gems. Mm-hmm. One last thing about that, uh, broker tips. Once you're at that level, how do you reach out to the brokers? Do, do, are those emails legit? Please give uh, the best rate uh, for this, or you know. Best rate also stands for uh, your cheapest. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah, I'm like, bro. You know, I'll tell you my worst rate. Yeah, for sure. I tell them, uh, and I'm. It just gets annoying. But yeah, some of them are legit. Some of them aren't. Mm. You know, I fear you gotta keep your ear to the streets. 
And uh, if you got Facebook, you know, in the port groups and the broker groups, and I, that's what I do. I join all those groups, and I see what people say. And they're like, oh, you know, hey, uh, don't uh, – are you having problems with Best Bay or mm-hmm. – uh, All these – Certain ones, Big yeah. Bird or something. Like, there's certain names, and I'm just like, okay, when I – Grace Logistics, like, I, it was a whole thread. And people were like, I never got paid from that. Mm-hmm. So when I see those emails, I don't even open them. No. You know, yeah. I don't even pay attention. So, but – uh. Because yeah. the, tr- the truckers do give those those, yeah. those in detail yeah, reviews, right? Yeah, they will let right? you know, like, bro, you know, I did this and they didn't yeah. pay me, or this person didn't want to pay the per diem fees or the whatever, you know, whatnot, whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you gotta make sure you make a little list of like, okay, X Y Z, don't talk to them, don't talk mm-hmm. to them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Best Bay is one of those. Well, <laughs> that's how you feel <laughs> for me. I had a cool experience, but it, they people have too many bad reviews for me, so I'm like, I'm not even gonna risk it. Ah, okay, okay, you know, because. Uh, for a couple container moves, man, and uh, it depends on how it is. I can put you out. Yeah, for it, sure. It, 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 One scenario, real quick, before mm-hmm. we move on. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Culito lines. You heard of Culito lines? Yeah, yeah, the one that JB Hunt does or something, C- right? CU lines? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they came in the game like COVID, right? Mm-hmm. There was like a product of COVID or something mm-hmm. that's like, hey, we want to play too. Uh-huh. So the, I had heard there was a. a Three grand to go to commerce, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine that. Yeah. Like, you take that, but then they won't receive the empty for like a month or more. So is it worth it? You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've uh, uh it depends. People say you all email them or you know certain. I think it's. I think that it should be illegal, bro. Like, why are we responsible for if we can't return it or if this customer can't accept? That's not my freight. My job is to just pick it up and move it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not, what the fuck I'm going to do with your container? I don't want that shit. Yeah. You know, so and then like, on top of that, you pay storage. Yeah, I pay storage for it. And it's just like, I'm trying to return it. I'm saying, why do I have to send you screenshots every fucking day if there's no, you know that there's no appointments, exactly. bro. Like, stop fucking with me. For real. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> like, it couldn't be any more clearer. Yeah. So that's my thing with, like, same thing with MSC. Right mm-hmm. now, MSCs are like impossible to, unless you have a dual, you know, impossible to return. So my thing is what I learned is just. Team up with other people, okay. Other other yeah. companies and stuff, you know, or bigger companies. Get cool with them because, you know, you might have an empty MSC and they might pick up a lot of MSC. They might be constantly returning them because they might have that lane for something, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. Just be like, hey, you know, hey, I got this forty. You know, instead of your driver Bob telling in, can you, can you use it as a duel and get rid of it for me? You know, if they're cool, they'll be like, yeah. Some people say no, you know. But I've I've done that before. Mm-hmm. I worked with. Uh, through Goldlink, he helped me out with mm-hmm. some people he knew. He's like, all right, here, take it to this spot. They're going to mm-hmm. return it for you, mm-hmm. you know? And then they'll send you to, re- you know, make sure you get the proof that they sent it in. For the street turn. Um, Is it a street turn? It could be a street right. turn, but I just, um, I just, uh, I don't know if that was very smart on my end, but I yeah, just you gave, I gave it to them. Yeah, yeah, I gave it to them, and they were just like, okay, hey, like, you know, here's proof we dropped it. But that I didn't know about street turns. Yeah. You know, so now I know. Because I've done a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, because the clock is ticking on mm-hmm. how much you're going to owe for that mm-hmm, container. Mm-hmm. The so, minute you do that, it ends the clock for you, and it's transferred over to them. They yep. start fresh. Yep, exactly. Because my scenario, one time I, I met a guy outside of the line at F10 mm-hmm. before PRE was relocated. Well, it's still there, but when yeah, you see, used, I to, don't even know when you used to enter <laughs> over there in the back. Anyways, the mm-hmm. old PRE. Okay. Those lines would get huge, right? And I was just chopping it up with this guy there. He's like, oh, that's a that's an empty. Oh, that's what I need. And we're both looking at each other like, we're feeling stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this long-ass line, you know, I got what you need, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like what, For real, what, yeah. why can't we just trade right here? 
So from that day forward, I, I took his number down, and every time I had that type of empty, I'll, I'll meet up with him mm -hmm. or take it to his yard, mm -hmm. and I'll go home. Mm -hmm. No need to be stuck in F10, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. to return that shit. But then later on, I found out I got chewed out by the, the company owner because, well, not chewed out like that, but, you know, like, it was brought to my attention, like, don't do that shit because we won't allow that no more because this. Mm -hmm. What What happened? Well, it turns out they would keep the empties at the yard just to cover their ass and have them there for when they needed them. Yeah, just, you know what I mean? And that shit was running. The latest they, they uh, <clears throat> in-gated it, loaded, was like almost two weeks one time. You know what I mean? So that shit was not cool. The dispatcher wasn't updating or doing mm -hmm. any. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, see. Yeah, get that street turn. Yeah, the street. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I have one. You just reminded me. I got a bill from uh, from Ames. Right now, because I street turned a, a container and it was on the Ames chassis. You know, this is a learning experience. And uh, I didn't know. I'm thinking like, OK, well, once they take it in the port, you know, it'll all get communicated. And Ames will know that that's under their thing now, whatever. Mm. But it don't work like that. Not for Ames, at least. Not but, for Ames. You know, okay. so because uh, I, I got an Ames account. So uh, so when that person finally returned the Ames uh well, whoever it was finally returned the Ames chassis. It looked like the 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 tires were damaged. It looked like they um like they didn't release the brakes and they drug it. So like the tires were like the tread was like grinded down or maybe they took some old tires and exactly. swapped the tires or something That's like that. What I was say. So I got an yeah. email from Ames and like, oh yeah, you owe us eight hundred dollars. I'm like eight hundred dollars for what? And they sent me the pictures and they sent me the picture of the license plate of of the truck and I'm like I don't. I'm like, that's not one of my trucks. Like, I, you know, and so I'm calling them. They're like, oh, well, this person returned it. We'll do, do. And I'm like, oh, that was a street turn container. Container. I like that. That Container. Container. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a street turn uh, container. And they're like, oh, well, they was like, yeah, but did you did you street turn in our in, on our end? I'm just like, nah. I was like, I didn't know. So they were like, yeah, the ports don't. They was like, maybe one or two of them do, but the ports don't re relay that information to us. So you're mm. responsible until that Ames chassis comes back into our depot. So I'm like, fuck. I didn't know you could street turn chassis too. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, the Ames ones you can. The, All right. The, 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 the port yeah. ones, once you take them in there, they're under your, they're yeah. under you. So, but okay, uh, okay. the pop ones, I should say. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a expensive, <laughs> expensive learning. So thanks for sharing. You know, seems like you could have kicked that down to that company if they're cool. They would I don't even know, but yeah, I think she told me. Uh, was that see that's the thing when this when uh when you return it they don't ask you for your company or nothing because mm -hmm. you're bringing it back when mm -hmm. you take it out yeah you know scat code and all that stuff but okay. they just take a picture of license plate whatever so I had to figure out uh you know I tried to figure it out but I just left it alone I'm like all right well listen learn so, yeah you know? yeah because they're not gonna pay it anyways. You know, most like I could be wrong, but it would get complicated. Like it would, mm -hmm. yeah, because she was like, "Oh, we could try to connect you," and I'm just like, "You know what?" Because they're probably gonna be like, "Oh, that wasn't us." Whatever, you know. So, yeah, if it was just about the days out, it's like, "Oh, right, we'll we'll reimburse you, mm -hmm. no problem." But then when it gets into the eight hundred dollars because of some tires, then I bet they would be like, mm, "I don't know." Mm -hmm. It gets a little more. Exactly. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give someone? That's thinking about doing uh, port work. Don't do it. No, I was kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I would say uh, just to connect with um, with other other companies who's been doing it, you know, and other people, and get information from them. Like I have a buddy, uh, and he's been doing ports for like twenty years, 
but he don't have his own. He don't have a SCAD code, and he don't want that because he don't want to deal with all this stuff. <clears throat> but he works with a lot of different companies, so he knows a lot. So I'll call him like, "Hey, you yeah. know, what can I do for this, or what can I do?" And you know, he'll tell you. So I would say uh, connect with a lot of people, socialize, you know, and uh, don't be an asshole in the ports. You know, wave people and you know, hop out and say, "Hey, are you going here?" Like, "Yeah, I'm going here." You know, to to the same pile, whatever. Y'all sitting in line. Sometimes the conversation might spark up. You might mm-hmm. exchange numbers because that person knows, you know, they know how to, they know more stuff than you do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's all I would say. I would say uh, just do your research and connect with people. So, hey, if their container is on top of yours, are you moving over? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's different. It depends, <laughs> you know, it depends, but. You know, I, I don't know. It's just, if I ain't been there all day, it's like, all right, well, bro, just go ahead. But you get out of here. There's still people that think that because theirs is on top, you should move. Anyways. So. Nah, because it don't, that don't mean the crane going to get to it. It's like, uh, I don't I, I don't even know. I it just, might flip him and then leave. Then yeah, you really yeah exactly. Or it might happen right before lunch. I've yeah. had to happen before. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. This, you a spot, you know, mm-hmm. 247. I'm in 240 mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, go ahead, you know. And then the crane will service him, and they see you know the little car coming on here. You, you on oh. lunch, so now you waiting two hours. Like, oh fuck, <laughs> you know. The guy so, locking his pins right in front of you mm-hmm. too. Like, oh yeah, thanks, man. Like, god damn it, fuck you. <laughs> Any specific port experience you you had that still sticks with you to this day? Mm. Argument, fight, you got uh, lost. I lost your cool. Almost. This one lady. Uh, yeah. Yeah, at Trey Pack. This one lady at the pedestal. Uh, I had an appointment for an MTN. They wouldn't let me do a duel. So I had an appointment for an MTN. And then like 45 minutes later, or my next appointment, which was an hour later, was the loadout. So I told the lady, I'm like, hey, you know, MTN loadout. So she's like, okay, well, what's your loadout number? And then I, so I gave her the loadout number. And then she was like, oh, you're too early. I'm like, well, my empty in appointment is right now, so can I do that? And no, go to trouble window. I'm like, all right, so go to trouble window. She's not. Nah, I'm trying to figure out like what's going on. She's like, oh, there's no appointments. You're too early. And I'm like, I do have an appointment. I'm looking at it right here. She's like, call your dispatcher. And I'm like, listen, I, I am the dispatcher. Yeah, I'm like, listen. I'm, she's like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't deal with that. Your dispatcher is supposed to. I was like, bitch, I am the dispatcher. Oh, you're the dispatcher. Uh, uh. She was like, how are you the dispatcher and you don't know what time your appointment is? I'm like, I do know it. I'm trying to tell you, but you're not fucking letting me talk. Like, you yeah. know? So she's like, no. She's like, oh, that. She's like, are you just, she's like, do you just drive yourself or do you, uh, do you have other drivers? Do you just send in your other drivers into the port, these uh, port drivers and just let them get turned away? And I'm like, lady, what are you talking about, bro? Like, yeah, it was, it was just too much. I'm like, yeah. come on, sorry. <laughs> ah, nah. <laughs> no, but nah. That, that, yeah, in your imagination or what? Yeah, my, yeah, my head. You know, I, you can't you can't get down like that. But it's just, it, I don't like how they talk to people, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? And so you got some nice people in there, you know? And then you got some that's just assholes. Yeah, it's frustrating when you can't explain yourself. And yeah, like, I guess there's so many trucks that they just want to get thing. you out the it way. It was next, empty. Next. It oh, was nobody in there, no. bro. I'm like, lady, you can give me 30 seconds to explain. You, yeah. Y'all not busy. If yeah. he was busy, okay, all right. You know, I, I understand, whatever. But there's, mm-hmm. it's me and two other people in here. Wow. You know, so, you know, some of them just think that they just. Uh, At the end, uh, were you wrong about the appointment procedures? Nah, or it was right. All I did was I went out. 
and I came back in, and yeah. she was like, didn't I just help you? I'm like, empty in. And then I gave her the empty in number, and then she printed out the ticket. And I'm like, I thought I didn't have no appointment. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, but then I wasn't able to get my load out because after the, the empty in took so long, after, then I had to go back out again to try to do the load in, to load out one. So I got that ticket, but then I got to the, what is it, the little uh, pedestal thing, mm-hmm. and they kicked me out. They're like, oh, uh, we're closing. We're taking out everybody from the pedestals. And so if you're not at a block, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, what the fuck y'all let me book an appointment for then? Mm-hmm. If y'all going to close 20 minutes after the appointment window. So, yeah, that was a bad day. Sounds like it. Yeah, it, it sounds like they should have grouped it. You had to group it, right? I, I, that's what I was trying to get them to do mm-hmm. when I first went in there. But then she was like, oh, you don't have an appointment. I, I don't know. She did something weird. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Ever since then, did you try a different? Do you group them now, or was it group? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always try to group them when yeah. I can, but for some reason, they wouldn't let me group those two. Oh. You know, I don't, I don't they know why. They fucking so, with the system, huh? Yeah, it's some, it was something. So, all right, all right. Know. I just try to stay away from that port. I don't like it. It's horrible. They should shut it down. Oh. The longshoremen <laughs> listening would say, "Well, you wanted automation." You know, nah. And you know, what's funny. My, I have, mm. I have longshoremen family members. My mom's a longshoreman. My uncle. For real? Yeah, my uncle's a longshoreman. So you hear all the and the I opinions. and I call him and I'm like, yo, these people are like, like, what are y'all doing? You know, my mom's new at it, but my uncle's been doing it for years. Yeah. And uh, my cousin's a longshoreman. I forgot. He's been doing it for years too. He's a longshoreman and he works at the, uh, at the hospital or something in his spare time, whatever. Mm. But uh, yeah, man. But um, so, you know, you have little carts, the little uh, cars that I pull like a. Uh, Side note, my uh, my mom's friend, mm-hmm. her I guess her dad is like well known in the Longshoreman, yeah, community or whatever. So I just drop name drop him, and they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know, get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, what are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but but yeah, I, you know. So, yeah, what are some like um, things that you think are like a myth about like the Longshoreman that? Regular truckers might not know, or, you know, is there something that, some interesting facts or something? Like, uh, do they really hate I, all truckers? Nah, or, no, I wouldn't say that. I, okay. I don't want to group on all of because there is I, there is some long shamers that's real nice. They help me out. You know, you got the real nice people, but then you, that's just with everything, bro. You had the assholes. You know, mm-hmm. people who have a bad day. It's not my fault. Your wife at home cheating on you, bro. And you, and you you're know, driving a dumb yeah, truck. Yeah, you're up here, like, you know, but, uh, um, it's just, I don't know what what the longshoremen's. It just it's, it's. I think a lot of stuff is not even their fault either, though. You know, with the you know some things they can't they it's out of their control, like the empties or whatever might be going on. Who knows? I don't. Know. Well, I mean, they're the ones that we got to see though. So yeah. I think that's why it's easier for people to like judge, right? Like yeah. it's them, it's mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just posted a video the other day. Uh, this guy um, sent it, showing how. He feels that they do it on purpose and they order less people. Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that could be true, but you yeah. know that's that stuff on their end that we don't know about. You know, we don't mm. know about because, you know, like right now, uh, uh, with Phoenix, you know, I've I've had to go in there and try to get the same load four times. Mm. You know, because one, it's like, all right, y'all don't have no appointments available until midnight, one in the morning. I get there early, first time it's in a closed space. Why you let me book an appointment that's in the closed area? Exactly. You know, yeah. you know that you been knew that it was in the closed area. Mm-hmm. Like you should, hey, just come, just should have sent the email. This appointment, is, I mean, this container's in the closed area. Don't come. Yeah, <laughs> or, thank you. Know? you. All right, cool. Now I save my dry run fee or my, you know, what if I send the owner operator in there? I still gotta pay him, you know, 
or fuel, whatever, time, you know, and then uh, second time with that one, went in there, then they're like, uh, oh, it's closed, you know, why uh, why are we booking appointments, and then y'all closing, or, you know, so, but like I was saying, with the Phoenix thing, they go in there, you go to staging, and it's like, okay, I guess they don't have enough people to service all these containers and whatnot, so it's like, all right, well, you know, that's, I guess that's what that guy's talking about, like, they, yeah, yeah. Y'all know y'all have all these appointments. Why you not hiring these these people? Because yeah. like, oh, it's slow or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or and then it makes them look bad. He was saying it makes us look lazy. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, it you do. See it not it working. Do. It do. And, it and do. you know that longshoremen move the containers in there. So and especially we're at the biggest port in the fucking nation. Yeah. You know, it's like so. It's like uh, if you go in there, you see top handlers like hiding in the corner on their phones, and mm-hmm. then you sitting there. It's like okay, this top handler. Like I feel like this. If you're in the rows, right. It's this top handler got a whole long line of, uh, you know, might be taking off empties or whatever. I don't know. But you might be sitting in that same one. You just need this load that's on the top. I feel like the top handler who's not doing nothing, why you just can't come grab this for me and then put it on? Mm-hmm. I can get out of here. I don't, you know, it's just certain things. And they'll just look at you like you're a fucking retard. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, you're not doing nothing, man. Like, come yeah. on. You know, team effort here, but whatever. Yeah, it man. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to work on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, even though it's slow now, but like last year, you know, when uh when it was still busy, I feel like uh, you know, like even with the piles and the cranes, I feel like why is there why is there one crane that has to do this whole long ass pile? You it know, like the, the, the road thing. It's like period. it's like I feel like you know have maybe why can't y'all put two? Mm-hmm. Have one do you know one hundred to one. 149 and then the other one do 150 to 200 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's just yeah. Like, let me get, give us control of the port. We'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, the, the structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And to your operation, uh, do you want to scale your business or are you, uh, you know, are you happy with the way it is at three trucks you said you have now? Yeah, we got three. Um, I do want to scale, grow. Yeah. yeah I do. Um, you know, because uh, my mentality is. Once you have your numbers, and once you have all your, you know, your authority, MC, DOT, whatever, you're no different from a JB Hunt or Hub Group or uh, uh, NRT or whoever, you know, because they're trucking companies too. They just got way more trucks than you do. Yeah. You know, they're out here getting the contract, the same contracts that we're trying to get. They just have access to better ones because they got the volume and the capacity and all exactly. that stuff. Exactly. So, it's just like you might not want to be that big, but there's literally no difference from from all of us. Well, level just, playing field now. Yeah, now yeah. It's go, just, go it's just it. you know, it's just okay. you got to know who you're talking to, and then um, you know, have uh, you got to have that 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 capacity too. So I'm trying to get there. All right. You know, owner well, ops. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Trying to help out. Sounds good. Yeah. What was one of the most challenging moments for your business, and how did you handle it? Mm, it's between two of them. Uh, I would say one of them. I would say right now probably because uh, I ran a lot of loads for a customer. Yeah. And uh, I factor my loads, you know, right? And that's another thing. If you go straight through, if you go straight to a broker or uh, uh, a freight forwarder or a customer or whatever, they don't factor. So. You know, everybody wants to go straight to the customer, but then it's like, you know, if they don't offer quick pay or something like that, you got to wait that 30 days or 40. 
you know. But uh, anyways, side note. So I was, uh, mm-hmm. I'm factoring my loads to them, and uh, you know how you have to have your end, you have to have a um, NOA or notice of assignment or something. Basically, like your contract between mm-hmm. the factoring company, you and the customer. Okay, it's saying that once you invoice the factoring, that customer is supposed to pay the factoring company what's owed, not you anymore. Right? Okay, yeah, okay, cool. So this customer, what they did was they, I don't know what happened in their system, bro, but they paid me for, so we ran, like, I'm just keep the numbers even, we ran like 40000 of dollars worth of loads, right, that my factory company already paid me. Okay, cool, whatever, bam. It's forty. It's 30 days later, now it's time for them to pay the invoices. The factory, the company paid me that forty grand. Okay. You know, so now I got paid double, you know, so I have to, it's like, all right, so that caused the issue between my factory company and me because I sent them the money. I don't, I don't, you know, do no shady shit. Sent them the money, but they're like, oh, why did it come to you? I'm like, I don't know, but you know, here's your money. So <clears throat> they're like, oh, well, we need to confirm that uh, that the contract is, you know, still in place because we need to know why they paid you, whatever. You know, kind of long story. So it happened again. Oh, it happened again, bro. They paid me like sixteen thousand dollars, and I'm like, why are y'all paying me? Stop paying me. So now my uh, so and plus we was already running low, so I still have like another fifty grand out with this company. Mm-hmm. So a factory company hits me like, you know what? Since they did that again, we don't want to work with them no more. So we're no longer gonna factor their loads, and we're not gonna release any more of your payments until, um, you know, until we can verify that all of your companies are gonna pay us. So now, basically, it's just happening right now. I got like forty grand, like locked up, mm-hmm. that I have to pay drivers and stuff, which I, you know, have to pay them from yeah. other sources of funds, the reserve, you know, reserves. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, damn, like I have money that's locked up, and I can't, you can't. You know, especially in a time like this, like money, it's not, I don't tell nobody I know. Well, I don't have no huge savings. So now it's like, okay. So now that's my issue right now, battling that. Okay, okay. And very, very, uh, very stressful because it's like so, but thin if, line of fucking life or death. <laughs> but but if that company dropped you in a way or dropped them, you're eligible to move to another factoring company? Yeah, Um. well, I'm, I don't know. See, that's the oh, thing. They have you locked in? They like, got the factoring company got me locked in. So they're like, okay, we're not going to let you go until they pay everything. Uh-huh, okay. And then, so now it's like, okay, so this extra batch of 40 grand of invoices that we ran, I got to wait 30 days for it. So now it's, I'm, I'm you know, you're stuck. You know, so it's yeah, and then uh, but you can't tell your drivers you stuck because they don't, you know. So you yeah. could even tell them, but as long as you yeah, pay them, yeah. you gotta keep paying them. Yeah, you gotta keep, yeah, exactly. So once you don't pay, if that was getting a little, then, then, a little, then, then oh, then oh, then oh I don't know. I mean, you have some people that understand and whatever, but yeah. but uh, like I said, I mean, you just gotta keep it real. But that's that's the one of the the most challenging things that, or besides the hazmat spill that we had. Mm. Yeah, and that was that was a lot. That was three days of. Hazmat cleanup team that had to get called out. Oh, that's isn't it like ten grand every time? Um, or, or 20, I don't depending I don't, on the spill. Uh, yeah, it depends. But our the invoice we have is like sixty thousand dollars. Oh man, yeah. see what I mean? You went all in, yeah. but it also comes yeah, in with. But that, it, that it wasn't our fault risk. though. Okay. It wasn't our fault. It was a, a rail load we picked up, and it was a power only. So the so um the load sealed. They you know on paperwork it says that they signed it, braced it, braced it, whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't. It wasn't secured, so okay. I guess rather it came from Mississippi. So in transit, from on the train or from when they picked it up and put in a thing, whatever, and it wasn't from 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 us because we just took it up to um, from Commerce in Santa Fe Springs. Yeah, 
a barrel of of uh, hydro. How do you say? Hydrosulfuric acid or something like that. Yeah, so, it sounds toxic enough. For yeah, me. some scary shit spilled and yeah. it started. It started dripping out from the trailer mm. and all that stuff. But it, it happened. Luckily, it happened inside the customer's yard and not on the street. Yeah, because imagine someone tailgating yeah. you. They're like, oh fuck, my eye. <laughs> yeah, so it happened in there and it was all bad, bro. That the city had to come out, the fire department, the, mm. they had to check the drains and all that stuff. There's a lot, but. Like I said, it wasn't our fault because um, it was not it wasn't a uh, cause that had for CHP to come out. So, um, but the big company they're trying to uh, they try to bully you because mm-hmm. you're young, you know, mm-hmm. or because you're a small company. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but luckily I know a, c- a couple people who who have huge brokerages. I know what's up. They that do hazmat stuff. So they're like, no, bro. If CHP didn't have to come out, if there was no, uh, it wasn't a cause from a driver error. It's not your fault. It's the shipper's fault, which it was. Because once they opened up that door, it was uh, with some big, big tote things with the the liquid. It held like two hundred and fifty gallons of of liquid. So you, where you can um, so you can put them in like a dry van or something, but you technically need a tanker's license mm-hmm. for it. It was that stuff, and some barrels, and they had it all in with one strap, bro. I guess I'll show you a picture oh, after the thing. All yeah, right, yeah it was right. in there with one strap, and that's what's like. Okay, how is this gonna be secure? You know, so this is your fault. And they're like, "Oh, well, you have to call your." I'm like, "I'm not calling my insurance for nothing." Why didn't you break the seal to check the load, bro? Yeah, well, yeah, and then like that's what they, you know, that's funny. That's what they asked me. Like, oh, you're supposed to check the load for you. No, I'm not because the seal number is on this paper. Yeah, and it came from the rail yard. It sealed everything to go. If I broke the seal. Now y'all, y'all gonna be like, oh, you, we're rejecting the load because you we, tampered you know. with it. Exactly. So yeah. how how am I gonna know? You know, that, yeah, it's a, it was a lot, but uh, yeah, no, nah, it wasn't our fault. It's their fault. But uh, so well, hope that works yeah. out, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So, but they're gonna want on. Uh, they want me to. Uh, the only thing is that they do want me to front up that money for the the invoice. They're like, okay, well, yeah, pay the invoice and then we'll pay you. I'm like, all right, at 25%. So, you know. Oh, okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, That's how you tell them. That's how you, you know, get your get back. Like, oh, all right, okay. we'll pay, you know, or if not, you know, I won't get all into it. But Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, how, so 25, that, 25% of 60000 is how much? I, I don't know. And then you know, that's a little extra money you mm-hmm, made. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's over ten grand, yeah. over twelve, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I won't I'm, expose I'm, my weak math I, skills. Yeah, but. yeah, me either. Well, I already did. But. <laughs> <laughs> I did it on purpose, guys. I just mm-hmm. want to see if you guys know what's up with that, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot. cool, cool. Learning experiences, though. A lot of them, again. huh? Mm-hmm. A lot, a whole lot. And speaking of experiences, uh, what's the most important lesson you've learned during your trucking journey? Um, that's a hard one. Uh, I would say just to try to be more organized. You got to be, you know, organization can be a... Uh, can be a huge downfall, you know, because especially with port stuff. Yeah. You might think that you returned the container and you didn't, or, you know, it might be in the yard or something. You know, I've heard, I've heard horror stories about that type of thing. And then they see, you know, you got all these per diem fees or whatever, you know, from not staying on top of your inventory, which why you should use Port Pro <laughs> because they'll let you know, like, hey, look, this container is still sitting here. You know, well, rather than get on it, rather than you know text messages or trying to think that you can handle everything in emails because emails can get real mixed up and yeah. you know lost. So yeah. that's the thing. And um, yeah, and man, uh, maintenance and 
what's the what's the word? Uh, P uh, preventative maintenance. Hey, that's a good on your trucks. Yeah, you know, preventative maintenance that helps out a lot. So don't wait till it breaks down and then yeah. pay it like mm-hmm. ten times more than you mm-hmm. could have. Yeah, yeah, especially for roadside service because they like to rip you a new one. Yeah, every time they call you, you call out. I'm out. So, yeah, that's yeah. uh, well, yeah. Given the situation, right? If you're at a scale, even more, it depends. Yeah, we had one of those situations. Yeah, <laughs> we had I one of those situations too. Uh, that's a lesson right there. I'm glad you said that. Another lesson. Huh? Uh, so we got a load from a broke, not even a broker, another company. I ain't gonna say the name, but it was a yard to yard load from here to San Diego, and uh, you know everybody knows about that San Diego scale going down to five. It's yeah, yeah. A pain in the ass. So I had a driver who um, was normally he all he's used to was local railroad stuff, not really going past scales or whatever. So he took the load down there and was forty, was it forty eight hundred pounds overweight on the uh, tandems? Oh, yeah, forty eight hundred pounds overweight, you know. And so guess who got in trouble for that? Us, because we're pulling that load. But even though you could try to kick it back to, you know, to whoever it is, but that's the thing, man. Be careful with stuff like that because some people will do you dirty. They're like, oh, yeah, it's legal weight because they told us. I have it written down like, oh, yeah, it's legal weight, whatever. But still, if it feels heavy, scale it. But mm. that's that's what he didn't do. So, Do they cover their ass by saying it's legal weight even if it's no. not? Can they technically lie so, just to yeah, get out of it? So, no, I mean, I, from what I from what I was told from with the lawyer because we're in court about it and I have to get a lawyer all that stuff they're saying that they're it's gonna, that bad to yeah, be that overweight yeah that much it's pretty bad it's oh. a it's a misdemeanor yeah yeah or felony uh yeah some misdemeanor at, or felony assumption like that. at that point the fine is it by the pound is it i heard it was mm-hmm. by the pound mm-hmm. a dollar yeah. a pound or mm-hmm. it, i think oh. it's like i think they said like three bucks oh now pound it's or something bucks. like that okay. yeah 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 so yeah so so because because we were he, it was overweight 4800 pounds on the tandems and then it was also overweight on the gross too, so that's like a double whammy. Oh, you know? Yeah, you can't so, even fix it. Yeah, like, no, you can't. You can't around. fix it. Nope. So they had, we had to call the customer. Or they had to call the people, and the, the warehouse people had to come up because they wouldn't let the truck lead a scale. So they open open the load up, and what they call it? Uh, Transload. Yeah, kind of like they had to break it down. Yeah. So we had to like put it in the box truck. It was a it was a nightmare, bro. Who nightmare. paid for that box truck? They did. The customer, the, oh. whoever my people got the load from, they had to pay for it, you know. But I'm the one that got to go to court because it's my truck, and my yeah. driver, you know. So, um, but uh, your driver, okay, yeah. But that driver was with their truck. But if it was me and I have my 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 own truck yeah. and I and I help you out and you double brokered that to me, I would be fucked, huh? Because yeah. my 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 you would be yeah. My my numbers are on my truck that yeah. goes to whoever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you would be, it would be your fault because technically they're going to be like, well, you're the driver. So they're going to ask you a question, which they asked my driver. They said, did you load this trailer or did you watch them load it? And he's like, nah, it was a sealed container. So it's like, okay, man, well, technically you're the driver. So once you hook up to it, you're still supposed to do your pre-check or, you know, whatever skill, whatnot, whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so it came on us, but I can try to fight it because if they can pull up the the de- what is it delivery order or the master bill of lading mm-hmm. or whatever it is if they if it's overweight on there and they told me that it was legal weight then they're you know 
okay. their fault. But yeah. ultimately, it I don't know. It could go a lot of different ways, bro. It's it's a lot, but it's interesting. All those imports, they all they all they're never overweight, bro. They they always have like a, a nice round number, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Or anything you see that says legal weight. Like if you ask them, like, oh, how much is this weight? Oh, it's legal weight. Yeah, it's heavy. Okay. You know, it's heavy yeah. because it's like okay, well, why you don't you don't want to tell me? So mm-hmm. you know, I try to stay away from that. But it's interesting that because yeah, should that be part of it? Like you should always scale the loads. Yeah. If you're gonna pass the scale, even if it feels okay, mm-hmm. should that be if a, it's, a thing? if it feels heavy? That's why I tell them. I'm like, bro, if the if the load. They're like, oh well, you know, because mm. I put it in, I put it in the form on the uh, Facebook, and people are like, oh well, you know, did you tell him to go to the scale? I'm like, I shouldn't have to. That's what you're a professional driver for, bro. Like, if you feel like it's heavy, go scale it. Oh, were well, you gonna repair? And I'm like, first off, who's not repairing their people, their company drivers for scale tickets? If you are, shame on you. But yeah, that's the, know, that's the hindrance. You know, and I'm just like, no, like, don't even call me and ask me to see if you can scale it. Just go do it. It's twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you, you know. But now it's like, hey, you're gonna get this ticket, and I'm gonna get this ticket, and it's fucking five, six, almost ten grand, mm-hmm. you know. When we could have just paid twelve and be like, oh, it's overweight. All right, let's take it back, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, um, that's a gamble. It is. Yeah. But uh, but technically, by the book, it does say that you know, once the driver connects to it, you're responsible. Okay. So for the as far as the weight and the safety of the uh, the load. Yeah, that's still a, a, a unique area where, you know, not not to uh, keep touching this subject, but it's not official. Like, when you get a load and you're going to pass scales, go get it scaled. Like, it should be like, or just do, you feel that sh- do you feel that should be like a automatic? Like, yeah. No matter what? Mm-hmm. If, if you're not going to left lane, scale it. Okay. So, and, you know, well, you know what I mean by left lane, but, you know. But Hammer yeah. down. Yeah. If you ain't gonna blow by, go. If you're not gonna blow past it, scale it. Don't All blow right. past scales though. It's not good. No. No. That is not our suggestion. No, do not. <laughs> Next question. We're almost at the end of this, so this is one of the last ones. Not the last one, but <clears throat> if you could fix anything at the terminals, well, let me start over. If you could fix anything about the way the terminals operate, what would it be? Uh, empties, empty returns. Yeah, empties, empty returns. <coughs> <clears throat> I would say empty returns and appointments. You know, um, I I don't know. I just I, when it says no appointments available, I just feel like that's a lie. You don't like, tr- you don't trust it. I don't. Yeah, no. Because how is it no appointments available? But then y'all not y'all not busy. You know, and they're like, oh well, maybe because there's no ship coming. I don't know how it works, but you know, I would say my main thing to change would be. The empties, like just take the empty and, and get rid of it. And what does the ship have to do with with you can't take the empty? Me, yeah, you I know, don't you know. don't want to store it for free. Yeah, like exactly. Me? Yeah, 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 for real. You don't want to store it for free because you know y'all have way more leverage to charge. You know, and I think it's I think it's crazy how brokers, people, how they reach out to us and like, oh, you know, I want to be real competitive or what's your best rates or whatever, whatever. Best rate. Um, and then so you're like, okay, our storage fee is. I don't know, forty, fifty dollars a day. They're like, oh well, the best we can do is, you know, thirty five. You're gonna tell like, me how to. It's run like, what? Them. How are you gonna tell me? You know, we in this market, and it's the most expensive market in the nation, especially over here. You know, y'all want y'all load close to the port or whatever, because you don't want to pay the fee to take away to Victorville. 
yeah. to store it in that yard where where it can be thirty five dollars a day. Ooh. You know, but <laughs> but but no. So, but then again, it's like it's crazy how they want us to do that. But you know how much? Ask them how much the fees is for storage inside the port. The merge. It's like two hundred twenty dollars a day. You know, so why why should we take this big ass cut to be responsible for your load? And if it's loaded, we gotta make sure it's gated and secured because if something happened to it, now it's even more trouble. So it's like you know, nah. Like I was just thinking about that over the over the week. It's like I feel like we should charge more for storage if we gotta store your loads because your customer isn't ready to take it. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, forty dollars, fifty dollars a day for an empty. All right, cool because you know I don't have to worry about. It being broken into. Yeah, you but, miss that insurance. Claim, yeah, yeah, right? all that stuff. But I feel like if I got to store your load for more than a day or two, I feel like I should be able to charge you a hundred dollars a day, hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. a day. You know, because you're not paying the two twenty in the port. Yeah. So, yeah, because you rush to go get it out, yeah. even though they're not ready. Otherwise, yeah. the last three day kicks in and exactly. you're so, out. That's another way how they uh, screw us over. It's uh, fucked up. Yeah, I didn't it's see fucked, that. It's yeah. fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. Okay, okay. But uh. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe we do need a trucker union or something. More like transparency with yeah, these uh, empties. Like how? Because it's digital, right? How do you know? Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. Where's know. the Where's the the, the public uh, list? Yeah, they, of, and they don't have that. You got to dig and try to find. Like I feel like it should be on a simple. It should be one page. Mm-hmm. You know, um, shout out to what's that app that everybody uses? Uh, Pure Trucker. You know mm-hmm. that helps a lot mm-hmm. for me because I go to the empty thing and it'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But it should be a thing on there like, hey, look, you know. Starting next week, we're no longer going to accept these empties for however much long because they know, they know what's you know what's going on. So that way, companies who are small like me can be like, all right, we might get this one load, uh, MSC that's might have to go to Vernon or something, wherever. It might be a little cheap, quick run, something like that. So that but that little five hundred and fifty bucks or six hundred dollars that you might make, it's going to be pointless because now you can't get rid of the empty. You know, so now it's like it's not even worth the hassle. So mm-hmm. if but if you knew that there's no way to get rid of that MSC starting next week because there's, you know, there's no more appointments, then just be like, all right, I'm not going to touch that load. But I don't think they want that, though, mm-hmm. you know, because they it's kind of like a rabbit. like a, a Yeah, they like, want it. They want it to seem like it just happens mm-hmm, as it goes. Mm-hmm. And but it's they the, already know the so schedule. Then, so then we all end up on this hamster wheel, bro, of 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 constantly trying to take out more loads. Because you got to use those loads as duels to get rid of your empties. And that's Ooh. a never-ending cycle. Okay. You know? So that's why, like, oh, no, duels only, duels only. So that's, yeah, bro. That's, so that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a, yeah. uh, what is that? Conspiracy? If he goes missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real, bro. Because you think about it, it's like, that's how they want us to, you know. You got then, good brakes on that truck, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it's just like, uh, you know, because that's how they want us. And then they can, they can use that. The dangle that fucking the carrot, the carrot before the rabbit's mm-hmm. eyes of like, oh, okay, hey, you know, this rate sucks, but you've been sitting on this empty for so long, and now support that's taking this MSC empty on the duel. So you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna take the load because I want to get rid of this because I'm scared mm-hmm. of the per diem fees or whatever. You know, it's a lot. Ooh. It's a lot. Of, it's yeah. a lot of, lot of stuff. So, so what's the website to get those, uh, what'd you say, the master class? <laughs> <laughs> You should hop on that, bro. I know you were playing. I, I, yeah, man. Shit, bro. It's just, man, it's, I don't know. But I, like I said, this is only my first year. And, you know, but I keep my eyes open and I try to listen to everybody's everybody's advice. And and then after so long, you'll start to start sift through, like, what's bullshit and then what, what's actually, like, mm-hmm. okay, that's what this person was saying. Or that's what that person was saying. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. 
So that's what I would change. That please, whole empty. Please fix our our empty yeah issues. I think, and then oh, I was saying like the trucker union. I think maybe we should do it because now you have you know um the that'll be us fighting the brokers. I feel like it should be a uh, a a base or a a, a ball a, a range of um you know a what a, a low might cost to move or something like that mm. you know. But you don't know anybody's other business, you know, how their expenses yeah. are or whatever. But I feel like, okay, so for instance, if it's a low from here to Compton, you know, maybe it should be like a, a range of between, you know, I'm just say 300 to $400. You know, we should all stick to that price. You know, if somebody can do it for 300 okay, cool. But rather than somebody coming in, it's like, okay, I could do it for four. But then somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it 150 It's like, what? Really? You and know? then what do you do to that person? <laughs> yeah, again, you know, but if you could find out, because you'll never know who it is. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't take cheap freight, but somebody's running it because they're mm-hmm. moving the stuff. Yeah. You know, so I think. Yeah, when there was the slow rolls, there'd be people like that yeah. that'll support it, but the next day they're back at work. Exactly, you know. Or so. repost it and then work yeah. the same day that mm-hmm. they go down. Like, oh, I got to pay this. It's like, okay. But I got to pay bills, man. Yeah, I got a family. Like, like, you don't have a couple dollars to uh-huh. not. To not run a day mm-hmm. or two, you know, I don't, I don't know, but um, you know, or just ask your broker, like, hey, you know what, it, you know, I was told from my advisors, the first, the the person who says the first number loses. You know, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like, when negotiations, if you say the first number, you lost, you know, because you don't like, know the playing field. Yeah, you don't because it's like, okay, hey, you know, from this low to that, we can do it for three hundred dollars. But, you know, that person might have been thinking like, oh, hey, this broker might have been thinking like, oh, you know what? It might, they might say 600. But if they say, if some, if the carrier says three, they're going to go with your three, you know, because they can keep $300. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, but they already have a number in mind. That's exactly. Why, like, are, like that scenario, give us your best rate. That's why I'm saying this person. Oh, no, 35. Then motherfuckers mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. we offer 35. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you can say, mm-hmm. exactly. You know? And that's exactly what I was saying. The mm-hmm. person who says the first number loses because they want you to say, to shoot lower. They know that they can pay 35, 35, honey, on their load. Yeah. But they want you to say, oh, we'll do it for 22. Okay, cool. Here you go. Mm-hmm. You know? No. So, what's your target rate? Oh, we don't have one. Yeah, you do. You got something. You know, some brokers will tell you like, "Oh, we're looking to be around like three hundred and fifty dollars." Okay, keep looking. We could do it if it's something for you know cheap. Like, all right, we could do it for three fifty. Mm. You know, but if not, you be like, "Hey, you know, at three fifty is kind of low. Like, can you meet us around closer to four twenty five? They're like, "All right, uh, can you do four hundred? Okay, you know, something Fucking game, huh? So, yeah, that's all it is, bro. That's all it is. So that's that's the things that I would change within the port or the, the industry. But here's the, the 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 other side to that. Like you see that sweet load you mentioned at first, mm-hmm. uh, thirty six hundred. Uh-huh. Then that would drop down, right? To you probably, because now the average would be way less, probably. Yeah. Based well, on that, you know. But well, no, I mean, kind of, but not really, because remember I said that was a hazmat load, so that's a different ball game. Oh, okay. You know, if yeah. it was a regular, they wouldn't pay that much. Mm. So you know, and that, and if you're in that ball game right there, then y'all will have a race that. Oh, yeah, because yeah. y'all know what insurance you got to pay. You know what you know the shit that it costs. Okay, you know? okay. So that that that, that makes type, sense. That type of thing, you know. Okay. So yeah. So did I miss anything? Is there anything you would like to add before we end this? Um, 
Nah, I think we talked about yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to have a uh, once. Uh, once people hit me up about the uh, the, the class, <laughs> we're gonna have to. Uh, you know, he just manifested a fucking master class right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a part two or something, man. Get uh, figure out the reviews or you know, I don't know. But yeah, put something together. Well, it's hard to try to get truckers all because we all fighting from the same pile, and so everybody's trying to. Well, they say that the, the deregulation is what kind of makes it even harder because it's it's. Fucking Wild Wild West. Hey, hey, I was looking for the right way to say it. Yeah, that's what it is. So, but it is what it is. Uh, we all we could do is try and then just be, you know, good to each other when we can and mm-hmm. amen and learn as we go. Yep. <laughs> you had a lot of learning experiences for so. real. Yeah, for Probably real. say c- covered someone's ass out there that you know what I mean for real so. or somebody who might need help. They might be like, oh shit, you know, let me, you know, I have some kind of similar to that or whatever. Let me ask, you mm-hmm. know, and then it's like, okay, I can tell you because somebody told me to help me get through the situation. So who am I to hold this information to not help somebody else? You know, pay it yeah. forward, pay it forward. Yeah, you you did uh, start off like that, right? Like meeting people and mm-hmm. going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. the info's out there. You just gotta go look yeah. for it and ask yeah. the right questions. Yep. So. All right. Uh, where where can they uh, find you online? I don't have. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> online, uh, my Instagram is CPT, so Charlie Peter Thomas uh, underscore Willin W H E E L I N. So yeah, you can find me on there. Send me a DM or or, or your uh, your story thing when you. Uh, yeah, the, the the thing you tag me in. <laughs> oh, you know. Also, I put the, I've been putting the guest. Um, IGs in the description. So, oh, okay. Okay. Boom, there it is. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. And thank you for showing up. Right. Thanks for having me, bro. All right. Yeah, I think I did it backwards, but yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>